Turn with me tonight, if you will, to the 27th chapter of the book of Matthew. 27th chapter of Matthew. We started a few weeks back talking about our identification with the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I say identification, I mean simply this, that you were made identical to the Lord Jesus Christ in your spirit. You've been made identical. That was the plan of God. That's the only plan that God's ever had for you. See, so many times we're trying to find an example to be like, or I'd like to be like this man or this teacher or this apostle, but blessed be God, God has already, past tense, made you like Jesus in your spirit. In the death, the burial, and the resurrection, God accomplished what he started out to do. And that was make him a new creation nation made in the image of Almighty God, made with his life, his nature, his ability on the inside of him. Amen. A man that was more than a conqueror. A man that could do anything and everything through Christ who lived on the inside of him. A man that could be put right in any situation and be victorious right there. Amen. No matter what come up, this man could handle it. How could he do it? Because it'd be no longer I that lives, but it is the Christ, the Messiah of Almighty God that lives in us. And the life that we now live in this flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So God had a divine plan. I call it the divine process. He run off a batch of Christians. He put them through the cross. They was crucified with Christ. They died with Christ. They was buried. The old man is gone. Now this new man is raised together and in union with Christ Jesus. He's been raised, given the life of God, and now is seated in heavenly places in union with Almighty God. He has authority from the heavenly realm. He has authority from Almighty God. He has the right to use the name of Jesus. He has God's life and ability, praise God. Can you say amen? amen. In Matthew 27th, chapter the 46th verse, it said about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama, Shabashtani, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? At that time in history, Jesus Christ was made sin with your sin. He was made sick with our diseases. The life of Almighty God that was in him left him. The same thing happened to Jesus Christ on the cross that happened to Adam in the garden. The life of God left him and he was separated from Almighty God. On that cross when Jesus cried out and the life of God left him, he died a God forsaken death. He cries out, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? A forsaken death separated from Almighty God the sin of the world. He was standing in my stead. He was acting as my agent, as my substitute. He died for me, praise God. Hallelujah. 
He died for every foul thing I've ever done. He died for me, praise God. Hallelujah. I don't have to face any penalty now. No penalty. I have nothing between me and Almighty God. How did this happen? I received what Jesus done. I received the work of the cross. I received Jesus as my personal Savior, praise God. And when that happened, I became a brand new creation made in the image of Almighty God. No, someone said, well, Brother Solon, we're forgiven sinners. No, we're not. We're not forgiven sinners. You know, I see a bumper sticker on people's cars that be patient with me. God's not through with me yet. Well, they don't know about the new birth because God's through with you. He's done all it's going to take for life and godliness in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's already accomplished everything he wants you to be. He's already accomplished it. Well, I'm trying to get there. Well, you're too late. Jesus got there for you. Hallelujah. Well, I'm trying to this. Well, really and truly, Jesus has already accomplished everything that God wants us to, to be. But it's up to us to find out about it. It's kind of like you having a million dollars in the bank and didn't know you had any money up there. It wouldn't do you any good. Well, it hadn't done Christians any good uh, because they've never found out who they are in Christ. You know, I hear people all the time saying, well, you know, I know who I am in Christ. And I think, dear Lord, dear Lord, have you raised the dead? What have you done? You opened the blinded eye. What have you done? What kind of supernatural things are you operating in? This does not come just because you heard it a few times. It comes with a revelation by the Spirit of Almighty God. Hallelujah. That you take time to meditate on these truths and they get down in your spirit, praise God, until you can stand up and shout, it's no longer I, but it's Messiah that lives in me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus came under spiritual death with our sins. He died spiritually just exactly like Adam did in the garden. He was separated from Almighty God. That does not mean he went out of existence by no means. That just means that he came under the jurisdiction of sin. He descended into the pit of hell into the prison house of suffering. He said, as Jonah stayed in the whale's belly three days and three nights, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Hallelujah. His body lay in a tomb, but his spirit descended into the prison house of suffering. And he stayed under the hand of judgment. Judgment. Judgment was laid on him. Judgment was laid to the lion, it said in Isaiah. Hallelujah. And righteousness to the plummet. Hallelujah. It meant, bless God, he laid the line down. Jesus paid for it. He came out of there with the righteousness of Almighty God and laid it upon the church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. After Jesus cries with a loud voice, a few verses later, 50th verse said, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost or yielded up the spirit. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, Satan thought that he had Jesus. He thought he had won. But let me tell you something. Jesus said, into thy hands do I yield my spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. He laid under the hand of judgment. 
He laid under the hand of the supreme rule of the universe. He lay under the jurisdiction for all of man's sin. But on the third day, blessed be God, when Jesus was made alive, he was raised out of that pit and he was acting for me, praise God. So whatever he was raised out of, whatever condition he was raised out of, I've been raised out of. Hallelujah. It don't make any difference what it is. Say, yes, Brother Solomon, but I got the arthritis. Well, you don't have to have it. Oh, Brother Solomon, you don't know my grandma had diabetes and my uncle had it and my auntie had it and I got it and look like I'll die with it. Well, you don't have to. Amen. Because blessed be God, when it comes to disease and anything that Jesus died and bore, he's paid the price for it where you can be delivered. Amen. Hallelujah. Anything in the Word of God that, that's covered, you've got a right to have faith for it. Amen. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews, the first chapter. Hebrews, the first chapter. First verse. I believe this is about a prettiest scripture right at the first I've ever read. God who in sundry times and divers manners. Amen. First verse. Spake unto the times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, being in the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, after he purged our sin, what did he do? He sat down on the right hand of majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For under which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son this day, I have begotten thee. And again I will be unto him a father, and he shall be unto me a son. And again when he bringeth in the first begotten, I mean, you know, Jesus is the first begotten from the dead. Amen. He's no longer the only begotten. He is the first begotten. The same thing happened to you when you got born again, happened to Jesus in hell, praise God. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten unto the end of the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him, and the angels, he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire, but unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Praise be unto God. Jesus Christ was raised from the lowest pit of hell to the highest seat in the universe. He now obtains the highest ministry in the universe. He is your mediator. He is your king. He is the ruler of the universe. He has authority over all things. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ died, a man of sin on the cross, was raised king of kings and lord of lords. And between the cross and the throne, there is a divine process in which God created in this world, a new creation nation, a nation of people that could walk this earth above the beggarly elements of this world and live above problem 
Live above the trials and tests of this world. Praise God. You know, he said in Ephesians 2, 6, said we were raised together and seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So everything, listen close to me, everything that Jesus did from the cross until he sat down at the right hand of majesty on high, he did as your substitute, as your stand-in, as your agent. He was acting for you. Jesus was in your jersey, praise God. Hallelujah. If you're number 99, everything he did was set down to the credit of number 99. He was crucified. That old man died and was buried in a new creation in union with Christ Jesus. Bless God, number 99. It's written that he defeated death, hell, and the grave, and now he's seated at the right hand of Almighty God. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. In your account book, it is written in your account that you are as deserving as the Lord Jesus Christ. In Romans 4.25, it said that when he was raised, we were declared righteous or justified. Another translation, Freedom Dynamics, reads like this, an expanded translation. Now listen to this. He said, when we acknowledge Jesus, I mean, when we acknowledge God as the awesome power who restored life to Jesus, we recognize he made his son our stand-in and our agent. He's our stand-in. He's our agent. How many of you ever seen a stand-in in the movies? How many of you know John Wayne's not the one who fell off that horse and, and rolled down that mountain three, three miles long? That wasn't John That was his stand-in. Amen. Amen. That wasn't, that wasn't John Wayne that bailed out over the Isle of Iwo Jima. He, he didn't single-handedly win that war. Amen. But now his stand-in, you'd have thought it was him. Had that helmet down, you'd have thought it was him. Jumping them hills, all that. Amen. But whatever his stand-in done, he set down to his credit. We don't say, oh, let's go see... Stand in. Oh, I wish I could have one of those movies of old stand in. We don't say that, do we? We say, man, I like a good John Wayne movie. How many of you have seen Big Jake? Amen. Everybody ought to see that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when I come up, preachers used to preach against picture shows. They didn't like picture shows. Oh, that picture show. But they, everyone got a TV and they all quit preaching on it right there. Amen. So we don't go to see stand in, we go to see who? John Wayne. Amen. Hallelujah. When you read about what happened to Jesus Christ, it is set down to number 99. It's set down to your credit. I was in God's account book. Everything that, that, that Jesus did, it's set down just like you've done it. I mean, just like you've done it. It's listed right, right down the line. Oh, he's died to sin. Oh, uh, cancer? Oh, no, bless God. That's, he, we, he healed that. Hallelujah, he's done took that on the cross. Arthritis, oh, it took a whooping that day. <laughs> amen. amen. Can you say amen? amen? Everything Jesus did is set down to your credit. Amen. amen. 
me read this now. When we acknowledge God as the awesome power who restored life to Jesus, we recognize that he made our, his son our stand-in and agent. As our stand-in, he paid the death penalty due us by law for our crimes. And as our agent, he restored to life, restored Jesus to life, making us, say us, us. as accepted as though we were as deserving as he. That's the vital principle. That's what this Bible's all about right there. You know, E.W. Kenyon said, the greatest message that's ever been offered to the church was righteousness. Let a man know. You know, you know what righteousness is? That means all your rights has been restored. <laughs> I mean, you got the rights that Adam had before he ever heard of sin. Amen. You can stand before Almighty God as if you'd never heard the subject of sin because the man on the inside of you has never been a sinner. God annihilated the old man. You're a brand new creation made in his image, praise God. United with Almighty God. He that's joined himself to Messiah has formed a single spirit. One spirit. Amen. Praise God. So Galatians 2.20 said, I was crucified with Christ. Romans 6, 8 said, I died with Christ. Amen. Romans 6, 4 said, I was buried with Christ. That's the old man. God had to do away with the old man. He didn't do away with the sin. He done away with the root of it. That old man that was connected to sin, he annihilated him. He no longer exists. See, most Christians think they got an old nature and a new nature. Sometimes old nature wins and sometimes the new. And the whole, it's sometime over here and some, you know, whichever mood I'm in. Amen. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. <laughs> you know. You understand what I'm saying? People think that. I know a boy told me one time, he didn't like something someone said to him. He said, I'll tell you what, my old man's about to rise up. <laughs> no, it wasn't your old man. That was something you had never crucified. That's something you'd never handled. That was one of your bad habits. You say, well, how do I get rid of that bad habit? It just keeps coming up. Well, how do you break a jar? You drop it. You drop them. That's the way you do it, and it breaks. You don't pick them up and put the pieces back together and exercise it and throw them. And <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, when he was a dead man, spiritually there in hell under the, under the hand of, uh, uh, of judgment, he stayed there three days and three nights for me. It says in 1 Timothy 3.16, said that he was justified in the spirit. Other translations said made righteous in the spirit. You say Jesus wasn't righteous? No, he became unrighteous when he became my sin. You understand that? He became unrighteous. You were unrighteous. He said, he that knew no sin became sin for me that I could become the righteousness of Almighty God. Amen. He became unrighteousness. He became everything that Adam was. He became everything that came with the fall of man. Everything that's against mankind, he became. Hallelujah. Why did he do that? That I could become like him. A righteous being in the earth 
one that could pray the prayer of faith, one that could face Almighty God without some kind of spiritual inferiority complex, not looking for a spiritual handout, but coming boldly to the throne of Almighty God as a father to a son. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. First Peter 3.18, it says, but his spirit was brought to life and are justified. In other words, when Jesus was there in hell, the life of God had left him on the cross on that third day. The life of God came in him. He was born again. He was the firstborn from the dead. Someone said, well, that means physically. No, he'd raised three. Elijah, we found out this morning, raised one as many in the Old Testament. Amen. Praise God. We're talking about out of a spiritual condition, a condition where sin rules a man's life, a condition which came with the fall of man. Jesus rescued you out of it. One man got us in it, and another man got us out of it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Colossians, the second chapter. Colossians, the second chapter and the 13th verse. It said, Are you being dead in your sin, and the uncircumcision of your flesh hath he quickened? Quickened means make alive. You have he made alive together with him, having forgiveness, having forgiven you all trespasses. Praise God. He has quickened or made you alive with him. Philip's translation says, You who were spiritually dead, but because of your sin and uncircumcision, God has made to share in the very life of Christ. See, that's what, he, that's what God's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do with this old boy. This old boy's a sinner. This old boy's a failure. This old boy is worthless. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a drunk. He's, a, he, he's an addict. He's, he's a murderer. He's everything. Everything wrong with this guy. God loves him so much he gave his only begotten son that he could go through a divine process and come out pure and holy and clean and righteous. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, we preach some of that down there in the pen and they shout, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I think their best one they like best is, is God's good on jail breaks. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 20th century said, you, to you, God gave life and giving life to Christ. See, what, what, what was he doing? He's acting out this for me. He's going through this this judgment for me. He's going through this punishment for me. It's set down to my account book over here as if I went through it. I was crucified. I died. I was buried. The old man's gone. Now I'm raised together. I'm in union with Christ. Now I'm seated together in heavenly places, ruling out of heaven, even here in this earth. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said he gave life to us in giving life to Christ. He gave life to us. Well, what is he saying, life? Not just something you live. He, the word there is Z-O-E, Zoe. Say that, Zoe. Zoe. Means the life and nature of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Well, what will this life of God do? Well, we saw what it did when it came into Jesus there in the pit of hell. It spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them openly. Every angel in heaven knows it. See, this thing was seen of angels. Not only the angels of heaven, but every demonic force knows that the life of God on the inside of you is conqueror to them, praise God. They know it. They know it. Well, brother, certainly it don't seem like it. Well, that's some more of that feeling business. You don't care whether it seems like it or not. When you act on God's word, when you act on God's word, the end results is always guaranteed. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. He gave life to us in giving life to Christ. What kind of life is this? Well, what did it do in Jesus? It raised him from the dead. It raised him out of every condition that came with the fall of man. What came with the fall of man? Just line it up. Sin, sickness, disease, failure, poverty, everything. You've been raised out of that. Resurrection life has been given unto you, praise God. It's not going to be when you get to heaven, bless God. It's the minute you get born again. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Amen. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from that law of this sinful man, of sin and death. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. When this life came into Jesus, look in the uh, 14th verse there, Colossians 2, 14. It said, he blotted out handwriting of ordinances that was against us. Uh, uh, Lawback's translation said, he took all the account that you had in your account book, he closed the account, and nailed it to the cross. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So it's, see, if you realize this one thing, there is now, when you get born again, there is now no record of you ever existing before. You know, Galatians 2.20 said, I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, but it's not I that live, but it's Christ that liveth in me. See, someone else is living in me. Uh, the still Bible said, I consider myself as having died and now enjoying a second existence which is simply Jesus using my body. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, what is it? It's Christ living in me. Who's going to do these works? It's going to be Christ. How am I going to live as more than a conqueror? Through him who loved me. Where's he at? He's in me. Can you say Amen. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. 15th verse. What did this life do? It said, in having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Praise God. That word in it, in the Greek's word in alto, meant in himself. See, what happened when Jesus became sin, all the demonic forces ganged up on him and he descended into the prison house of suffering. Don't you know? They thought they had the Son of God. They thought they had defeated him just like they defeated Adam. They thought we'd won. They thought we've got the Son of God. But on the third day, God, the one that's more than enough, said it is enough. The punishment has been paid. Hallelujah. And the life of God came into him right there in the pit of hell. 
Hallelujah. And I tell you, he blew hell wide open. Hallelujah. He spoiled them. He spoiled principalities and power. He made a show of them. I mean, every one of the demonic forces know that the devil's defeated. He's got a kingdom now built on lies. You know, James, they said, devil sends, I said, go, go see if you can rob James and, and Marcia of their blessing. You know what the devil comes and, and you tell him in the name of Jesus, leave. And he goes back. He said, I got him. I got him. I said, oh, got him. It's built on lies. His kingdom's built on lies. They lie to one another. They lie to one another. My God defeated them. My God spoiled them. Hallelujah. The life of God that's on the inside of you will do the same identical thing. He gave life to you in giving life to Christ. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone just shout a little tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good speed. Weymouth. Two or three translations there. Let me see. One said he stripped away like a cast off garment every demonic ruler and authority and made a public exhibition of them. He stripped them off. They was ganged up on him. They thought they had him, but he just stripped them off when the life of God came into it. He's born again. Hallelujah. He lay there. You ought to read the 88th Psalm. Said, I'm in a prison house where there's no escape. There's never been one to escape. Never been one to come out of that prison house. But on that third day, that life of God that's on the inside of you, that resurrection life came into him and it defeated all the powers of the enemy. Praise God. Said he made a show of them. Made a public exhibition of them. You want me to read Cotton Patch translation? That's down to my earth now. Hallelujah. He said in having frisk the top brass and power boys. He made them his prisoners of war and he publicly exposed them. They've been exposed. Are you listening to me? It's the church that don't know it. You know that? It's the church that don't know it. Man, I, 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 when I first got saved, I was going to church and the preacher had every initial, DDT, PhD, OIC, DD, every, I mean a sheepskin. You'd think the sheik of Arimathea was coming when he unrolled his sheepskin. Had so many degrees. He asked me, he said, do you know anything about demons? I mean, he's got all kinds of degrees. He said, do you know anything? I guess because he thought I was the devil incarnate, you know, before I got saved. I don't know what he thought, you know. I don't know what the man thought. Are you listening? I mean, the church world don't know. They've got an enemy, and he wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But I'm telling you, it's something on the inside of you that's greater than him that's in the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. He's been frisked. You know what that, you ever seen someone? Get them up, boy. Spread them. Uh-huh. Look at there. Give me that cancer. Uh-huh. Spread them there. Give me that arthritis. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, get them up. He frisked you. Come out of there, adultery. Are you hearing me? He frisked you. He frisked him. He, I mean, his, his weapons are false weapons. He can only do what we let him do. He cannot just do it. He does it illegally, praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> he has been frisked. 
<laughs> little girl, she's little in size. She wasn't little in age. She's about this high. Got saved. I was teaching along these lines about who, who you are in Christ, your authority. And uh, I mean, she's two or three weeks old in the Lord. And a Pentecostal preacher heard about her getting saved. He called her and said, can you come up here and help me get these devils out of someone? She said, I sure can. She's kind of bow-legged anyway. Man, she was, man, like a little bulldog. Here I come, you know. I mean, two or three weeks old, the Lord. Here's a man done went through seminary, everything in the world, PhD, all the degrees. Now he wanting help from two-week-old Christian. Something's wrong. Are you listening to me? Man, here come little bulldog in. She's ready. Right off the bat, this guy levitated. No, you don't do that in Jesus' name. You sat down there. He started levitating off the floor. He said, what would I do? Oh, 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 I ought to run. No. He said, in Jesus' name, you sit down there. He said, I tell you what, I'm a prince. She said, yeah, but I serve the king. Praise God. <laughs> I mean, spirit of God's on her. Amen. Amen. I don't care if you're eight days or eight years old or 80 years old. When you find out that it's not you, it is the Messiah living in you. I've done went through a process. God has produced a new creation nation, a man that can walk this earth just like his son Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, brother, son, I don't want to draw no attention to me. Well, you already got it. You got the devil's attention. You go to finding out something. You know, Peter and John, fellow told me today on the phone. He said, well, I don't want to draw attention to me. He was praying for the sick. He said, I, said they all coming to me to pray for him. He said, I don't draw attention to me. I said, Peter and John said, look on us. <coughs> Ain't that what they said? He didn't say, now look here. In the name of Peter, come out. He said, in the name of my master, of my master. See, this don't puff you up. It'll make you bow your knee and say, my God, what Jesus went through to produce a man like us. Hallelujah, Father, I thank you that you've delivered me out of the kingdom of darkness. I thank you that Jesus lives on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. You know, in Hebrews 2.14, said, as the children of were partakers of flesh and blood. He likewise took part of the same, that by going through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Well, what enabled him to destroy the devil and his power? The life of God that's on the inside of you. The same lie, the same lie. See, when you get a revelation there, you'll quit putting up with the devil. You'll quit putting up the devil. When he rings that doorbell and says, ding, dong, ding, dong, you'll say, get out of here, Avon. I use Oscar de la Rente. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Ain't none of y'all sell Avon. Forgive me if you do. <laughs> he went through death. Listen to this, Hugh J. Seanfield's translation of Hebrews 2.14 said that he might put out a commission, him who will the power of death. He put him out of commission. He's out of commission, folks. What do you mean bringing me that? You're out of commission. 
What do you mean trying to steal my child? What do you mean bringing this po uh, poverty upon me? What do you mean? You've been spoiled. You're out of commission. Now, Satan, you bow your knee. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? He don't have a choice. He don't have a choice. You're exercising Jesus' defeat. Not yours, his. Amen. How can I do that? It's set down to my account. <laughs> it's set down to my account. Amen. Cotton Patch said he might break the grip of the one who controls death. Jesus was acting for me. Look in the third chapter of Colossians, the first verse. He said, if you be risen with Christ. How many have been raised with Christ? When was you raised with Christ? In this divine process. Amen. Ain't that good to know? I done been raised. The resurrection life's already been given unto me. Amen. See, someone said, well, won't we rise at the last day? Yeah, your physical body will. Yeah, we'll go to heaven, all this. Praise God. But you've already been raised to life with Christ. Amen. The same kind of life that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in your physical body. Amen. Amen. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth, for you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Where are you at? I'm hid with Christ in God. Where are you located at? 404 Jesus Street. Amen. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Moffat said, since then you have been raised with Christ. Amen. You were raised, now listen to this, you were raised out of every single condition that was against mankind. Someone said, well, if that's the case, I won't ever have another problem. No, you wasn't raised out of problems. You was raised to handle problems. Are you listening to me? You're raised as a warrior. You've been parachuted out behind enemy lines. You're right in the middle of a place where Satan reigns in this world. He said he's the God of this world system. You're right in the middle of it, bless God, but right in the middle of it, you can rule and reign as kings and priests in this world. As he is now at the right hand of God, so are you here in this earth. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Turn back to Ephesians a couple of doors back, second chapter. Was raised with him, second chapter of Ephesians, the sixth verse. And said, has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. Hallelujah, in Christ Jesus. Cleaston Lilly said, together with Christ and in him, he raised us up and enthroned us in the heavenly realm. <laughs> Good news, Bible said, in our union with Christ Jesus, he raised us up with him to rule with him in the heavenly world. How many of you know you've been raised up and you rule right out of heaven? You've got authority right out of the throne. He said, whatever you bind on earth, I'll back you up in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God, I've raised you up to rule out of that thing. Hallelujah. Just like Adam in the beginning was given dominion, bless God, all your rights have been restored. You've been through that divine process and came out a new creation in the authority and with the life of Almighty God. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's man has authority. 
God's man has dominion. God's man has his life. God's man has his spirit. What else does he need? Someone said, oh, Lord, we need, you know, we sing a song. We need another Pentecost. I don't know. I don't like that song. I don't want you to sing it no more. Amen. I never have told you, but I don't like that thing. We don't need, a, we don't need another Pentecost. We don't have that. I don't like backing up. You know what? I don't like backing up. Amen. I like looking, I want to press on. Them folks at Pentecost, that's the baby, baby, baby church. They're just getting born again. Man, we're supposed to know something. They didn't even have the Bible. They, you know what? They're sitting around reading out of uh, uh, Joel. <laughs> Do you know that? They got to reading over in Joel and said, look here. said, God's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Amen. They got to reading that and meditating on that and the Spirit of God fell on them. Hallelujah. And Peter got up and preached. And you know what he said? The Spirit of the Lord's on me. He said he poured out his Spirit upon all flesh. Preached out of Joel. Amen. Amen. Well, bless God, I want to march on. I want to press on towards the mark of the high calling of Almighty God. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Well, stand up on your feet. Praise God. Y'all get anything out of that? Amen. amen. You need to go over and over your identification. You need to go over and over till you understand it. Do you know I don't know many people that understand it? That understand it. Isn't that right, Rosemary? I mean, you do, don't we? We're working on okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's hard. You know, Peter... The apostle Peter said over there in 2 Peter, said, that stuff Paul's preaching is hard to understand. Says hard to understand. Said, our brother Paul's preaching something's hard to understand. It's hard to understand. Jesus died, I died. It's hard to understand. My old man's buried. He don't exist. I'm a new creation. I'm hooked up to heaven. He's the vine, I'm the branch. Whatever's in him's in me. I can do all things through him who lives in me. I'm the temple of the living God. As God has said, I'll dwell in them and I'll walk in them, praise God. When I walk, God walks. That's what you've got to come to, to the point that you know without a shadow of a doubt that it is the Messiah living in you. No longer I, no longer I. You got to let that old man die. You got to know he's dead. You got to know he's gone. You got to know it. He don't exist. Amen. You're not just an old sinner saved by grace, are you? Hallelujah. You were an old sinner, but God killed him. He called Orkin on him, didn't he? Exterminated him. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Someone said, I'm going back. I, you know, I went back to my old way of life. You can't. He ain't there. You ain't got no old way. That old way's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Hallelujah. When a person realizes that that stuff is gone, that's dead, that stinketh. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm a new creation hooked up to Almighty God. Amen. Not I, but Messiah lives in me. The Christ, the anointed Son of God. That's why he said, you go lay hands on the sick. How come? It's something on the inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody need prayer tonight? Anybody need prayer? Praise God. Hallelujah.